Welcome back. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you for joining us once again. I am so excited to have you here. I'd like to thank our sponsor real quick, Veracity Networks. Thank you for believing in me and sponsoring this great podcast. And I'd also like to thank Paul Cardall for the music that you're just listening to. He has given me permission to use this music in the beginning and the end. And you, many of you have already heard it because you've downloaded other episodes, but such beautiful music. And Paul Cardall, I have to thank you for that. Um, today, I'm so excited uh, to have a wonderful person on that I've known for a while now. Uh, her name is Saray Chin. Hi, Todd. I'm so thrilled to be here. Yes, thank you for joining us. It's so nice of you. I know. Um, <laughs> we've known each other for a little bit now. Yeah. You come on the show, Good Things Utah. Yeah. And I think every time you come to our show, you reach so many people and oh, there are so you. many takeaways. And I always take something back. I remember the last time you were in studio, you mentioned, why not write a note or, or the yeah. the meaning of, of words and to physically write a note to your loved one or whoever it may be. Yeah. Uh, well, I, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I think it means a lot. Yeah, thank you. And I love being on your guys' show. It's such an amazing show, and you guys do so many great things. So a little background on Saray. Saray is an award-winning journalist. She joined ABC4 as the 4 p.m. anchor in 2016. She transitioned to the station's lifestyle show, which we were just talking about, Good Things Utah, in 2019 as a full-time host. She also hosts ABC4's she also is ABC's Force chief medical correspondent, which is really cool. Uh, she's currently uh, working on publishing her first children's book called When Clouds Come Out to Play. It's a book about helping kids weather the storm. And I'm, I'm excited for our listeners to hear more about that. Uh, she's also the co-founder of Lucy and Gray Productions Incorporated. It's a TV media consulting and production company. And I'm excited to hear more about that. You have two amazing children. Um, you live a very busy life. You do a lot of great things. Uh, you're, the, you're one of the faces of Good Things Utah, so a lot of people know you and admire you. And I want you to know I admire you because of the way you carry yourself. You're always so positive and confident, and I just I can't wait to hear more about your life story today. Oh, Todd, that is yeah. such a sweet introduction. And <laughs> I don't know what it is about the mood here and the music. It yeah. just is so positive, and it kind of gets you centered a little bit. Good. I hope so. That's like that's it. that's what I'm shooting for. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, why don't you uh, let our listeners know, you know, a little bit about your life growing up, where you grew up and, and a little bit about your family. I grew up in Hawaii and it's it was an amazing childhood. And right. I know there's so much connection to Utah and Hawaii, which I was so glad to see because I right. ended up moving to DC with my family when oh. I was twelve. So I grew up. I, what a contrast, right? I know. <laughs> I was born in Hawaii, lived there for 12 years. Wow. And I I ended up getting married there as well. I just have so many really fond memories, and I still have childhood friends really? there too. Yeah, do you go back often, or is that? Not, not really, really? <laughs> especially under COVID and Oh, that's true. Right now, we're not doing that. It's really, really hard, but I hope at some point very soon that I'll, I'll take a trip out there. Yeah. Bring the kids. Yeah. So when you moved to D.C., was that a hard transition for you? Completely. I mean, as a kid, you know, because 
you know, you're comfortable where you grew up and now all of a sudden you're living in D.C., which is completely almost opposite of it Hawaii. It was culture shock. That's yeah. what I remember saying to myself, that you move from Hawaii where everyone is Asian or Polynesian. And right. Lo- they look like you. Yeah. I moved at a really hard age, seventh grade. For sure. That's yeah. difficult. That's <laughs> such a weird, crazy time anyway. Right. And... I, my family, technically outside of D.C., just Northern Virginia, but I didn't see a lot of diversity at right. that time. Okay. And it was hard. It was my sister and I, we walked to school a mile, mile and a half in the snow. I'm like, I, I you know, I'm not familiar with snow. Right. Yeah. You have snow all of a sudden, right? All of a sudden. <laughs> I have to wear pants. What? Yeah. And it was a hard year or two. And, and then I realized how many opportunities there were right. in moving to such a big place, D.C., and my mom would go to the National Mall and go to the Smithsonian every weekend, right. and we would tag along <laughs> and go to the Art Museum, the Space Museum, everything. Um, so I, I feel like I, I've had an interesting childhood. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a, a very diverse as well for yeah. you, you know, different types of cultures that you got and to be a part of. environments and right. having to navigate. It was um, challenging at times. Yeah. Did you did you at times ever feel alone? Like, you know, because again, you you go to this new place, new school, new friend, you know, new people around you. Did, did you ever feel like, I don't know if I want to do this or anything like that? Oh, I'm just I, curious. I, uh, totally. I, <laughs> you know, decent. Uh, Hawaii, if you've ever been there, is so well welcoming and warm. And not saying DC wasn't, but it was such a strange, um, different, totally. I felt out of place, right. like a fish out of water. Yeah. And my mom is trying to navigate. She ended up. The reason why we moved, she got a job at the CIA. She was working at the University of Hawaii. Okay. And then ended up working for the CIA. Oh wow. I know. That's cool. And it was a, <laughs> I, it was so cool. Yeah. Great job. And she was busy working mom and we're going to school and not a lot of people who looked like us, who understood Chinese culture. Yeah. Um, it was, I think, a hard time. And I don't think there were a lot of people that I could turn to because I had best friends in Hawaii. And sure. We would go swimming or go to each other's homes. And here we are. Usually you transition from elementary school to middle school and you know. Yeah, you know who friends. you're going with. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And here you are. So I would imagine... You know, when you do, when something like that happens, when you do a move like that, you, it's probably more family centered focused at that Mm -hmm. time because that's who you know and that's who you're comfortable with. Did did you feel like it brought your family closer together because of the move at times? I I think so. I definitely Mm -hmm. brought my sister, although we were fighting a lot during that stage, (laughs) but it did give me appreciation of where we were. And obviously, all those challenges made me. And made me a little tougher too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned at the beginning that you know you're you're a very confident person. Were you always like that growing up? Like just confident and kind of knew what you wanted? Or I don't know about that. That's so <laughs> interesting. The perspective you come across, and uh-huh. I think um, you know you do try to be your most authentic self, and that's who I am. And I yeah. think as I do get older, you feel more comfortable in your skin. Right. I've had to do a lot of work. Sure. And, and to be honest, I'm in therapy and mm-hmm. I've had to look back of how I presented myself and yeah. where I want to go Yeah. and to have the open eyes and awareness of I could do better here. Right. I, I may have, you know, I don't want to say failing, but 
more of I could do better. Right. And where can I go? I know maybe my eyes aren't completely open, but I'm getting there. Sure. Um, but confidence, <laughs> it, it's an interesting word because I want to instill that in my children. Right. And sometimes I wonder, I'm like, oh, she's so soft spoken. And I can be that way too. I yeah. think I, you have your moments. Yeah. And I want to go back to my job. And I, and this is the truth broadcast journalism, there is so much insecurity. It is one of the most insecure, attracting jobs. Really? Yeah. Tell us more about that. That's... Well, it's, you know, everybody wants your job. There are 10 people or 100 people who are right there knocking waiting. At, waiting. Yeah. yeah. And I you never... have to come to terms with that. And in a newsroom or any station across the country, you have different egos. You have big egos. Sure, I bet. Yeah. And you have different sensitivities. And navigating that can be difficult and challenging. Yeah. And you see some interesting perspectives. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Does it at times have you felt overwhelmed because of that pressure that you that you're mentioning here? Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> you know, I I gave a, a lecture at UVU, the uh, Utah Valley University. Okay. And um, some of the points I made was that um, you never, well. In terms of the insecure part, like that, so many people, again, want your job. And, and one of the points I said is trying to navigate that yeah. has been a learning lesson. Sure. You think your way is the right way. And yeah. that doesn't work in life, in your job. Right. I think, um, yeah, there are some things that uh, for sure have taught me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. You know. Jumping ahead just a little bit here, you you mentioned and and thank you for being vulnerable there. You mentioned that you're you've been in therapy and you mm -hmm. you know again and I think you know people are like oh therapy I don't want to do that or that you know kind of has this maybe a little bit of a stigma behind it, yeah. but I think we all need help. We all need some uh, different perspective from people and you know and so I appreciate you sharing that. Totally, Todd. What I've learned too is everyone's kind of messed up. <laughs> Really, I am. I'm That's being true. honest. No, you're right. Yeah, everyone's got a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, and why not have some guidance? I am a huge proponent of therapy, and I do need it at this time in my mm -hmm. life. Sure. And this has been a rough year. Yeah. But even besides that, whatever you're going through, it's a good check-in with yourself. Yeah. And I'll be also honest. My kids go to therapy, and yeah. and it helps me navigate motherhood with them. For sure. Yeah. Well, and I think it also says you're investing in you. Like you care enough about you to go get some help. You care enough about your children to make sure that they're getting what they need and they're, you know, they're centered, right? I think it I think it proves that. Well, my sister, she lives on the East Coast in Virginia and she's been thinking about going to therapy too. Mm -hmm. And her daughter does because she wants to have a better bond, a stronger bond with her daughter. Because growing up, um, and this is another vulnerability part. My dad has never said, I love you, mm. but I yeah. know he loves me and, oh, I'm getting so personal, Todd, yeah. but, Thank you. and, and recently I told my sister, I love her. My mom and I say, I love you all the time, yeah. but for some reason, my bigger sister, I've never said it and she's never said it back. Wow. But just a couple of months ago, I said, I love you. Wow. And it felt so good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and. She asked, you know, what would I ask the therapist? And I said, you start there. You say, I don't know the answer, but how do I 
create a stronger bond with my daughter. Right. And yeah. And sometimes we are worried about, well, what do I say to the therapist? And on a, a biweekly basis, I'm like, well, what do I want to cover? I don't have anything. Things are great. Yeah. And then I touch on one thing. You know, what? There's one thing that I remember this week that that struck me or it bothered me or made me happy. And I talked to my therapist about it. She is amazing. And then you end up diving into a little bit more about yourself. Right. And I don't know. It's been really helpful. Yeah. It's amazing how powerful words can be. But they also, other words can be destructive at the same time, mm -hmm. right? But to, to hear that I love you, I'm sure when you told your sister that, I mean, she's probably like, well, excuse me? Well, <laughs> what did you just say? I know, you know? and I gave it context. I said I went sure. to therapy, and, and uh, she mentions dad yeah. has never said that to us. And I think I always write it in the card, and I think I've said it a couple of times, and he doesn't say it back. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's hard of hearing, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't help either. Yeah, right. That's not helping. But, <laughs> but I know, I mean, I know the love and how much sacrifice both my mom and dad have made. And there is no love lost, but there is something about those three words yeah that are yeah. powerful and Remember. maybe you feel a little empty because yeah. you haven't heard it for sure but it is a weight lifted when i told my sister and yeah so yeah. so your dad and mom are they, they're still living they're, they're still, still living yeah. they're still together still together in virginia and yeah. i miss them so much yeah do you think do you ever think down the road you'll seek out and ask him that why he's not saying it or or is that something you just you'll let you it just know, play out like it needs maybe to maybe it will play out i don't know <laughs> because i have done a lot this year in in terms sure. of challenging myself yeah. and and putting myself on the line and um yeah i don't know i mean i i feel yeah. like i will because life is short yeah you've got one walk on this earth sure and i think it's important sorry no um to make it count. Right. I remember someone once telling me and uh, my best friend, McCall, that we are here to take up space. Right. And in my culture, and, and I don't want to speak for everyone, but I know living as a Chinese American, yeah. that you are seen but not heard. Mm. And I've had to fight that. Yeah. Um, and here you are on TV all the time now, which is really cool. I know. You know? Yeah. And, and that's the other thing. Uh, again, I talked in my lecture with the UVU students and I said, um, my news director said, maybe this is in your wheelhouse working in lifestyle it's because I was news all the way through right. and through breaking yeah. news, hard news. And he said, you know what? Lifestyle might be your thing. Hmm. And, um, I, I, you know, I thought, okay, but I'm really <laughs> nervous. I'm ad-libbing. I'm doing what? There's no prompter. Right. So totally yeah. out of totally what different I animal. know. Yeah. And not that you're not ad-libbing on, on, you know, as a reporter. Sure. But um, you can say some of your opinions. You can mm -hmm. be a little edgy, I think. Right, yeah. Yeah, be more, more real from what you're really feeling at the yeah. moment, right? But another thing that he said was, you don't know the impact, and there will be other girls who might look at you and say, wow, I haven't seen another person on TV who looks like me, or at least on this show, right? or at that station, or whatever. And that really hit me and struck me. Yeah. That, wow, yeah, I could do that. And I, I do want to be a role model in terms of 
diversity and they do have a voice and if you're asian you can do this you, you can. can follow in my footsteps don't worry yeah i love that i mean you're people you know girls you know would look at you and go man I, if she's doing that why can't i do that you know and to be that role model i think that's fantastic that's got to feel good knowing that people are looking you in that direction it does feel in good in that way it does feel good and another thing I, you know, Todd, you know this. We have this amazing platform. You're reaching tens of hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And so are we. Yeah. And we do have a responsibility, and it never gets lost on me the impact that we have on people. May it be kids, families, yeah. and um, moms and dads, whoever's watching. And I remember this little girl, I, I was on Instagram and we're always looking for people to come on the show and share yeah. their creativity. Sure. And this mom <laughs> makes hair bows. She, yeah, who, yeah, hair bows. Hair bows, bows. yeah. <laughs> and I texted her. I said, hey, why don't you come on, on the show? And she lives four, mile, four hours away. She goes, oh my gosh, yes, come on. I would love to come on. And she had to come the night before got a hotel right a couple other families came on this is before covid yeah. her daughter is the ambassador and model of the bows oh, okay they come on and at the end of the segment the little girl gives us a hug mm -hmm. and later that day the mom wrote back and said you don't know what that meant to this little girl wow because she has not said maybe 15 words since her life she's really? maybe six years old and just that hug, that connection. Connection, yeah. Um, just that simple act. Yeah. And inviting someone to share bows, hair bows. Right, Seems yeah. like random. No big deal. No big deal. Right, yeah. It meant the world to them. Wow. And it maybe she'll remember it for a very long time. For sure. You know, I love what you said about connection. Connection, we're never more fully alive when we're connected. And I think that's why a lot of people right now are struggling because of the pandemic and everything, because I think we feel a lot of separation, yeah. you know, you know, so lack of connection and stuff. So I appreciate you sharing that. That's really powerful. You know, you mentioned that you've, this has been a tough year and you know, I, if you're comfortable, I'd love you to just kind of share some points over this last year, what you've been through and, and kind of, you know, how you're trying to get through this. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind be me being vulnerable. <laughs> no. But I also feel taught, and I thought about this for a few days, and if there was any place I would share, I think it would be with you, Todd, because wow. I haven't shared this publicly. That, so, that means a lot. Yeah, and if you don't mind, listeners, like, this is real life, right? And so my husband and I, we divorced this year, early part of the year, and that's why... I want your listeners to know we can do hard things in the toughest of times. Yeah. 2020 has been so hard, devastating for yeah, so many and right. devastating personally. But I also know that it's been so hopeful and amazing in my life at the same time. Right. Yeah. So we separated in January and it's been a long time coming. It wasn't because we we're all together and right. too much time together. Yeah. We've been married for 10 years have okay. plus and have these beautiful kids. Yeah, but our relationship um, was a bit toxic, and we came to Utah, and um, it it we it was a long time coming. Yeah, and it needed to be done, and and in 
the middle of all this, um, um, Devin, he, he moved to Denver right days before the pandemic. So I okay. became a full-time working mom, single mom, and a homeschooler overnight. Overnight. Wow. And um, it was hard. Sure. Very hard. But yeah. um, this is something that needed to happen. And I'm not going to go into detail out sure. of respect for him. And, for sure. And we came as a package deal where we were both on the air. He's a meteorologist and he was on the morning show i'm doing the 4 p.m news yeah and out of respect for all of us because it's been sure um such a sensitive hard thing to go through and we're all going through it still yeah um i felt it's been almost a year and yeah. i'm okay talking about it yeah and that's why we're in therapy and i want to be the best mom we can i can be in the best family unit and yeah co-parenting which I will say we were doing it great, even though it's a long distance sure. thing. Yeah. Um, no, that's good to hear that that's working, you know? Yeah. Um, but despite all that, I think you can move forward. And I'm reminded the other day I was listening to Alex Trebek's memoriam. Yeah. And we lost a great person. And For he sure. said, um, dealing with uh, pancreatic cancer and he said am I courageous for facing cancer and he said I don't know you know cancer got me I didn't have a choice yeah right but I'm not scared you mm. don't have a fear fear of dying or fear of facing it does that make me courageous he said maybe yeah maybe and I look at my life and I'm proud of where I am today. Yeah. Is it courageous? I don't know. You do, you do, and you take one step after another, and you wake up the next day, and you do what you have to do, and you have to be mom. And uh, I go to therapy, and I'm, I'm taking these steps, but little yeah. by little, I can get through the day. Yeah. And it's a, an amazing life at the same time. Right. So I say, whatever, however you look at it, you're doing it. Maybe you can only do today. Yeah. And then you wake up and it's an even better day. You don't for know. Sure. For sure. Well, and I love what you're saying there. And I'm going to I'm gonna put a little perspective, if that's okay, yeah. from what I'm hearing. Um, you know you know how like when you, you see someone and you just watch them and you see them grow, like you, even your own kids. Yeah. But they don't notice it so much. Mm. They don't notice the growth. But you as a mom, like, man, you're getting taller. You're And there's, you know, the kids are like, what? I feel the same, right? Well, you ask, is this courageous, right? And you're like, I'm just doing what I need to do. Yeah. But I really believe that people that are watching you f from the outside look at you and go, wow, that is courageous. And and I see how you live your life. And to me, that is courageous. I really do believe that adversity is your wake-up call to your mm -hmm. greatness. And you are up to the challenge. And you said it earlier that you're learning that you can do hard things. To me, I don't care what it is. That's <laughs> courageous to me. Thank you so much yeah. and for validating that. And I think that's why I feel comfortable and to let your viewers know that on the yeah. outside, yeah, sure. you can put it together. You can get it together. <laughs> yeah. But on, within a day, you go through your ups and downs. For sure. Yeah. You and go. You pick mm -hmm. yourself up. And yeah. there are certain things, maybe the sayings on your wall, Todd, will lift me up, but it's. It's interesting how you do get strength as time goes on. Yeah. 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did that, did this play a part at all in this, this book that you've just written? You know, <laughs> um, so I actually wrote this book. It's about weathering the storm. <laughs> yeah. Let's, ironically. and real quick, real quick, let's talk. It's the title is when clouds come out to play. When clouds come out to play. And I wrote this book, oh gosh, four and a half, five years ago before oh, okay. I even came to Utah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And knowing Devin, their dad is a weather guy. He is like, <laughs> top notch when it comes to understanding weather. Sure, yeah. And and so it's coincidental, maybe, maybe not, but I remember this really bad storm and there's nothing like a book that will stick in your mind. And I I thought the kids aren't sleeping. I can't sleep. Yeah. And I wish there was a book that I had read to them prior to a big storm that would remind them that things will be okay. Yeah. You, you will be just fine. It'll it will pass. And, um, so I didn't have that book. Right. <laughs> I never read that book. Yeah. I wanted a book. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and that night I wrote a book. Right. And wow. I, um, I couldn't sleep that night and it, the words just came about. Just flowed. Flowed. And it's yeah. a rhyming book. It's a cute little whimsical book. And I thought, you know, if kids could really, kids could really benefit from it because I wish my kids had it. Right. Absolutely. And there's nothing like retaining it and remembering, oh, weeks later, oh, I read that book. I'm going to be okay, Ma. You know, this book said da-da-da-da-da. And books have helped my kids and my mommyhood in certain aspects, if it's potty training or whatnot. Um, We're going to bed early. Still working on that. Well, again, it goes back to the power of words, right? We were talking about earlier. So um, I know you're going to maybe read us a little uh, clip from the from the book. Um, but before I get to that, sure. I I shelved it until now. So we did our move. I found an illustrator and we were working mm-hmm. on it. And I almost gave up on this project, yeah. which a lot of people do. For sure. And it wasn't until maybe this year. And I will say Good Things Utah has motivated me, which I hope will motivate other people in and whatever it may be, the struggles in their life or getting inspiration, but it has inspired my life. Yeah. And I remember a woman coming on not too long ago who was speaking to entrepreneurs. Oh, they were just starting a new venture, but the pandemic hit. She goes, if you stop now and wait for the pandemic, are you going to start over or you will have to start over? Are you going to be more motivated then? Uh Uh-uh. And she said, what about if you worked on it just a little bit each day? And I felt like she was talking to me. Yeah. And I went home and I, (laughs) you know, maybe it was just a couple of uh, internet searches on publishing and getting rejected and this and that. (laughs) Right. And so be it. And and then I talked with Melissa from Book Break. I don't know if you know her. Yeah. um, Yeah, I do. She... um, we did it zoom and she gave me all these ideas and I'm thinking, Oh, I'm three or four years out still. I'm going to get, I need to get an agent. Yeah. I'm going to get rejected. And then as soon as I'm (laughs) discouraged again, a coworker walks in and he wrote a book, a children's book. And he goes, why don't you start a Kickstarter? And I said, what, how do you do that with a book? Right. And then I'm off to the races. He walked me through. He's like, I have a printer. I have a, someone who laid out my book. And I don't know, all the pieces came together. Sure, yeah. And a month and a half ago, I started a Kickstarter, Todd, (laughs) 
and I'm done and I'm completed and I, I reached my goal. Wow. Thanks Congratulations. To, thanks to you, Todd. You, <laughs> you contributed to that. I helped a little bit, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And I just want to let people know that you can do this even if it's a, a couple minutes a day. Yeah, yeah. So I, you ha, do you have a part that you can yeah, maybe share with to. us today? Okay. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. When clouds come out to play. They love the sun, but now and then they have some fun. When clouds come out to play, rumble, grumble, storm gave way. Fluffy clouds turned dark and gray. Splish, splash, and then a flash. Wow. And then there's a part love that says, it. don't worry, you can sit on mommy's lap, and yeah. this too shall pass. And yeah. I just want, wanted a book to comfort children. For sure. Yeah, it's very soothing, Yeah, especially when they're hearing it from a parent reading it or a close friend or whatever it may be. And we I can also it. extrapolate, you know, in life, you weather storms, yeah. weather day-to-day challenges. Well, it's kind of like what, like you said, what you've been going through this last year. I mean, you've been going through a really difficult storm. We can call it a storm, you know? Totally. And But like, I love what you said too, is that as hard as this has been, it's also been one of the greatest things. Yeah. And, and and so talk about that piece just a little oh, bit. Like, yeah. and I know there's probably a lot there, but no, if you could I, share I, that part with us. I have so much hope and I am probably the happiest I've ever been. Wow. I mean, there are some lonely times. Sure. Don't get me wrong. And some really frustrating times, but I can be myself. Yeah. And there is not this weight on me and... um. I don't know. Maybe it's in your head of this control of I can, I can't. And yeah. now I can map out my own journey, my own life. Yeah. And I I can reinvent myself. Yeah, sure. Do you think that's contributed to the confidence that you kind of exude and the energy that you throw out? Yeah, because I think we have preconceived notions from the time you're a child. And you think of all these limitations that you yeah. might have. Yeah. And you break those barriers, you break those, you know, who knows who did that? Was it bullying when you were little or is it a right. comment sure. or your, your mom and dad said something? But now I have a responsibility as well for my kids to be strong and confident. Yeah. Am I being the best role model? Yeah. And in therapy, I can talk about it. And, and I want to say you do the work afterwards, right? Right. They open the door and open the eyes for you. Yeah. Will you, they let you entertain. Could you think a different way? Could you try it this way? And mm. you, you, you kind of sit on that for a minute. Yeah, right. And then it all of a sudden um, brings change. Yeah. In a positive way. And I, I'm so happy to be on this journey. Yeah. Wow, what a perspective. That is beautiful. Yeah, thank Seriously, you. yeah. I thank think you. a lot of people need to hear that. Because I'm sure a lot of the, the listeners, and I know I have a, a, a really strong following that have been through a lot of hard times, and um, some are still going through it. And, I mean, hearing this is probably going to be really impactful when they need to hear these kind of things. So that was really beautifully mm-hmm. said. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't, So you're obviously on Good Things Utah. Mm-hmm. And just tell us, what is that like? It's What's crazy. it like being on there? It's yeah, amazing. You and, and I, all those women are just having a ball, you know? You guys are having fun. And we are having fun. <laughs> and it is, I will say, it is a lot of work behind the scenes. Yeah. But um, I think we want to bring a little distraction, a little thinking, yeah. challenge you a bit, mm-hmm. 
bring inspiration. Like what yeah. you do on your show, we want to do it visually. Yeah. And bring a new recipe or talk about maybe as a hard thing for moms. Yeah. I mean, to be funny, just what was it yesterday of, <laughs> uh -huh. of laughing about how we still have to wipe our butt, our kids' butts. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah we, I think <laughs> you were on the show. I don't know if that was the day you were on, but, <laughs> but it's just funny because we can relate that. For let's sure. just talk about it. Let's just talk. We're all together. Yeah. Let, let's, we all do this, so let's talk. Yeah, yeah I love like, it. When is the age where I stop wiping yeah. my child behind? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what makes your show so great is because you do talk about those kind of things, practical things that we're all going through, yeah. but sometimes maybe we don't want to talk about. Yeah. But then you kind of just normalize it, and it's okay I to like talk about that. these things, right? Normalizing and also yeah. validating people's right. thoughts. Right, exactly. And we have differing thoughts. For sure. And it's nice to bring, oh, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. And that's why I think that's where the inspiration comes in. Sure. In my personal life of listening to the other women yeah. and Brian, uh, but also I think... Yeah, if, we don't want to forget Brian. Sorry, shout out to Brian. Shout out to Brian. Yep. You're not forgot, forgotten. <laughs> um, but if, if it's changing my life, I, I sure hope it's changing other people's lives. Yeah, for sure. Wow. So do you ever get nervous when you're up there? I mean, is there ever a time you're like, oh, I'm kind of nervous right now? Or are you, have you done no. this enough times now where you're just kind of like, hmm. hey, I'm, this is like, you know. This is old hat. Old hat. You know, um, like riding a bike, you can do this with, you know, well, blindfolded. <laughs> there are moments and I can't really think of um, maybe a big star. I think the pressure and the nervousness comes with the expectation. Yeah, if it's, for sure. And you want to get it right. Yeah, well, You yeah. don't want to embarrass anyone. You don't want to, <laughs> right. you know, call yeah. people out too much. No. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I think just like today, I'm doing a DIY dipping pumpkins and I've never done it before, but I'm right. leading the charge. Right. So like, is the nail polish going to fall out of the bottle? Like your <laughs> mind is right. going a million miles a minute because you want, you want sure. to make sure it's at first good TV yeah. and like it comes yeah. off right. Yeah. But I can't tell you how many times where I'm doing a DIY and it's the first time <laughs> and we're like, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that one. And a lot of yeah. the times, 50% of the times, it doesn't go right. <laughs> and that's good TV. But it really is. And that's what makes the good. You guys are just real. You guys yeah. are just real on that show. And I love that part about yeah, it. Yeah. Nothing is, is really scripted in that sense because yeah. Sometimes I can't make those DIYs <laughs> ahead of time at home. I'm right. like, okay, the time I have to practice is on the air, right For at sure. 9.05. <laughs> For sure. No, I love that. Well, so I want to talk, before we go too, I want to talk a little bit about your um, uh, Lucy and Gray Production Incorporated. Oh, com And Lucy yes. and Gray is a, is a lifestyle brand. And this is the other thing I, I mentioned to our kids at UVU. I said, don't think when you latch onto a career, that's the end or end and beginning and end of your career. Right. Because I thought news, breaking hard news, that was going to be it. That's it. I've, I've made it. I made it. Yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is what I know. But um, lifestyle wasn't what I knew. And I, yeah. I jumped on board and you never know. Oh, my gosh. A year, a year ago, am I going to own my own production company? <laughs> But right. here we are. Yeah. And you you think outside of the box and you never know. And what we do is we shoot videos and and a lot of people can't afford doing their own videos or hire yeah. a production company. So we go in and we can shoot a product or we want to highlight whatever events happening. Yeah. And we do that well. 
And we have our personalities. My best friend and I, McCall, and she's also producer of uh, Good Things. McCall's Utah. great too. She's all, you she's know amazing. her. Yeah. And I think we're just a dynamic duo. You know, she's I know got you the two the seem scene, like you guys are awesome. Yeah, we and <laughs> she's in front of the camera too now, and uh, with Lucy and Gray, and yeah. But she has the backbones of so much of yeah. what TV and broadcasting is all about, and you put us together and. We've got good energy. Got some good energy going yeah. on. Yeah. And then we we just launched a couple of months ago this thing called What's in the Mail. Okay. And so people send us stuff and we're opening and we get to highlight whatever product, whatever use it might be. And I think it's a fun time. Yeah. No, you guys seem like you guys just have a ball and you guys really work well together. Yeah. Like you guys just feed off of each other and it's just like it's like your sisters. We you can are. finish well, each we other's sentences and we call ourselves soul sisters. So yeah. that's that's fitting. Yeah. 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 And it feels that way when you guys watch. You guys do a really good job. Thank and, you. And I've checked out that website and it's fantastic. And it's very reasonable too. And what the stuff that you're doing, it's right. like, wow, this I mean for fifty bucks. We fifty can bucks do an we'll interview. do this we and can, do that. Yeah, I shoot love a video. It. Yeah. So so what was the website again? Lucyandgray.com. Okay. And mainly we're on Instagram and that's at Lucy and Gray. Lucy and Gray. Handle. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know that. Well, um, I, I, I think we talked about, I, I would love for you to, if you're open to it, to give our listeners a challenge, mm. something that they could maybe do to maybe improve themselves or their life or or just some advice if they're struggling, because again, a lot of people are hearing this might be going through a really difficult time. I know you've already said a lot of amazing things, <laughs> but is there anything specifically that you could maybe share with us? Oh gosh, Todd. I'm putting um, you on the spot here. I know you are. <laughs> um, I know it's hard in the pandemic, but what I've been seeing, and and also we we lost Colin Karchner. Yes. Yeah. Uh, recently, who's been a real advocate of the eight second hug. Yes. And yeah. we're missing that connection and it's back to connection. Yeah. And okay. if you do have someone who you're quarantining with, yeah. And maybe it's your child or maybe it's mm -hmm. your puppy dog. Yeah. Maybe give them a hug and get grounded. You know, I yeah. I want you the listeners to do something for themselves. Right. And if it is breathing for five time five breaths, yeah. Do it. And and we do it a lot on the show and I I welcome it every time because oh, awesome. we need that reminder every day yeah. to think about yourself and be grounded. Again, we've got that one trip on earth. Yes. Yeah. And we are here to, to take up space and your words count, your, your written word counts. And I love also um, my son and my daughter brought home this Thanksgiving bingo card and if you ha you do all the things across, and one was write a letter, going back to you, Todd. If you could yeah. write a note to somebody. Yeah. And and I love the randomness, actually, of writing a note. Maybe your loved ones matter, of course. Sure. But the ones that are strangers. We yeah. have this uh, motivator, LaVon, who just sent a text to our EP and it meant so much. And I got one actually a couple of days ago from our, our great friend, Jewel, who's also right. an ins spiritual motivator. Yeah. And her note meant so much. So could, could you do that text For sure. to someone you haven't talked to in a long time? And I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. I, I have it. to, I've been thinking about a friend who I haven't talked to in years and she lives out of state and I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, there it's amazing when we do something like that. Again, we're all you're talking about connection here again, and I think that's great advice actually. And especially now, and we may feel like, well, we can't connect right now, but we really can. We go, we might need to get a little more creative. I think that letter does it because you can write a letter to anybody. Yeah, write a letter to anyone. Tell them how much you appreciate them, and send it out. I'm telling you, when they open that letter up, they're gonna <gasps> just be blown away because they're if, not expecting it. What if it is that um, you know mail carrier or yeah or the grocery store clerk? Yeah. What if it is that person? Absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> I've really enjoyed our talk. Yeah, this has been fantastic. And um, thank you for being vulnerable. And I, I know this wasn't easy for you to share some of these things because we talked before. Yeah. But thank you for um, being um, who you are. Uh, I just love the way you carry yourself. I love how you live your life. I admire it. And, uh, y- you know, being around you, I want to be a better person. And I know oh. people would say the same thing. It'd be like, absolutely. That means so much to me. Thank yeah. you. No, Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Well, if someone wants to reach out to you and they want to you know, ask you a question or if they want to find your book when it's ready yeah. and you know, published and ready to go, what, what would be the best way for them to do oh, that? Oh, absolutely. Um, you can contact me at my work website. It's okay. schin at abc4.com. So it's S-C-H-I-N-N at abc4, the number 4.com. And I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I'm um, Serration and also on Instagram, same name. And I will put out once my book is officially published, I will blast that out, Todd. Yes. Don't you worry. Yeah, and I'll help you too. I will oh. I will send it to everyone that I know as well. I'll help push that as well. And I think we just need more of that in this world right now. Just more positive, powerful things like that that help us bring us back to the center, so to speak, yeah. right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time, Saray. You're wonderful, and I'm so grateful that I've gotten to know you better and I'm grateful to be on your show from time to time. I think I'm coming back in January, Yay. so I'm excited <laughs> for that. But you guys are fantastic, and you're doing a lot of good with that show too. And, and 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 I love all every one of you on that show. You guys are amazing people. Thank you so much. We feel it too, and and yeah. that's what keeps us going for sure. We'll keep doing it because yeah. it's amazing. Well, there you guys go. Thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us again. I told you this would be, be another amazing guest. Please share this with people that you know. Please reach out to Saray and, and get her book and get read it for your children, get it for your grandchildren. Just please you know, reach out and do that because we need more of this, especially during this pandemic. And uh, I love the advice. Let's connect. Hug someone for eight seconds in honor of Colin. We miss him already. And uh, let's connect with each other and let's put out some good positive vibes. Saray, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you.